face front all you true believers and get ready for another episode of The Geeky Gentleman. This week, we're talking about the newest teaser trailer for Disney's upcoming film, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. In the gentleman's portion of the podcast, I'll be discussing how you can easily get all your grooming products delivered straight to your door without breaking your bank account. Alrighty then, enough said, let's jump right into our episode. So I definitely need to disclaimer that my favorite animated Disney film of all time that isn't computer animated is Sleeping Beauty. I have loved that film since I was literally a little boy. I remember watching it on VHS, DVD, the anniversary DVD, and then of course, you know, I bought it on iTunes so I can watch on my phone whenever I want. Now, the story, the art, the music, and obviously the kick-ass villain Maleficent all together made this an animated film classic. Now, the animated film brought to life one of the most notorious Disney villains to ever be created, and is still usually the focal point when Disney focuses on their villains. So naturally, when Disney and all their live-action remake glory decided to redo Sleeping Beauty, of course, they decided to focus on the villain Maleficent. Oh wait, I mean the misunderstood villain of Maleficent. And personally, I wasn't a fan. I know what Disney was trying to do. They really wanted to flesh out the character and show why she was essentially evil. But for me, the film never really delivered a satisfying enough answer to explain why she was evil. I really felt the film had a lot of character assassinations in terms of Princess Aurora, Prince Philip, King Stephen, the Good Fairies. All these characters had very poor character development, solely just to spotlight Angelina Jolie as Maleficent. Now, don't get me wrong. Angelina Jolie did an incredible job as Maleficent, and I think that was basically the only good thing about this film. The CGI, the artistic direction, and actually just the general concept of the whole, like, fairy kingdom all kind of looked ridiculous. I just wasn't a fan of it. It was just not well done, and I just... I didn't believe any of it. They just all looked ridiculous, and then Maleficent was over there looking all, like, grand, and everything else was just kind of like, crap... It was bad. It was bad. Bad, 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 bad. But to the point in hand, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Now first, I already feel that this title is very misleading. I really don't see Disney making Maleficent actually evil. I suspect she'll be completely misunderstood for most of the film, just like the first film, which I find kind of lame. Now, I really actually think that the full-out villain in the original animated film was much, much, much more compelling of a character than this Angelina Jolie incarnation. The actual villain of this film will most likely be Michelle Pfeiffer as Queen Ingrith. But you know, maybe Disney will actually commit and decide to make Maleficent the actual mistress of evil. Because the first film kind of got a lot of slack because they just really attempted to make Maleficent misunderstood, you know, versus straight out evil. It's great to see that Elle Fanning's also back as Princess Aurora, and hopefully she gets more fleshed out in this film. In the original animated film, you can definitely see how it's a victim of its time. You know, Princess Aurora is basically a damsel in distress. She falls asleep halfway into the film because you know it's called Sleeping Beauty, and then she wakes up at the end, and then the film's over. So the animated version of Princess Aurora, it's not the most well-rounded of all the Disney princesses, but I mean, it's a classic fairy tale setup, you know? Prince saves princess, and they live happily ever after. I felt that the first Maleficent film really kind of dropped the ball in expanding the Princess Aurora character. I felt Elle Fanning didn't really have much to do in the film, and they just really didn't redeem a character that I felt needed expanding on in comparison to the original animated source material. So hopefully in the sequel that gets corrected and Princess Aurora has a more fleshed out character arc. I'm interested to see how Maleficent and Queen Ingrith will duke it out in the film and who apparently is the most evil of the two. I love seeing that Michelle Fiverr's in the film. I think Disney did a really good job in casting her. 
So I have kind of hopes for the chemistry between the two actors, but I think that's as far as I can go right now. Finally, the last scene with Maleficent, you know, turning around and looking like an evil Victoria's Secrets model. I'm not sure I'm sold on that look. I mean, I can totally tell already that probably every girl on this planet will dress like that for Halloween. But in terms of something that a character like Maleficent would actually wear, I don't think it's very Mistress of Evil-y. Like, I don't know, is she supposed to be menacing in it? I just Are they purposely trying to make Maleficent sexy? I just don't know, and I'm not having much faith in this film. And I'm kind of getting myself ready to be more or less disappointed by the sequel. But on to happier thoughts. So we're jumping right into the gentleman portion of the podcast. Alright guys, so are you tired of always having to go to the store and constantly stock up on your razors and all your grooming products? Well then, the Dollar Shave Club might be the grooming kit you need to help you save money and time. When you join the Dollar Shave Club, you get your monthly delivery kit delivered straight to your door. So it features their stainless steel razor, razor cartridges, and their very own grooming products. There's no hidden fees, no delivery costs, no long-term commitments, you just pay as you go. Now, the best thing about the Dollar Shave Club is that you can cater your kit to your own needs. So depending on how often you shave or how many razors you need, you can time it so you never run out. And then you can add your own grooming products to it, such as, you know, like the shaving lather, beard oil, and so much more. They even feature items for your hair, skincare, and, you know, just for the shower in general. The whole point of the Dollar Shave Club is that you decide how often you need it. So whether it's every month or every other month, it's just super easy to get everything delivered to you. The cost for the packages of razors is less than $10, and all the grooming products are also less than $10, so it won't break your bank account. It's super easy to get all this to your door. So if you're one of those guys that really cannot be bothered to go get your grooming stuff, this is what you need. The Dollar Shave Club comes right to you. It's so easy. So Alrighty, guys, that's it for today's episode of The Geeky Gentleman. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and give it a rating. Stay tuned for more podcasts, because they will be coming up very, very soon. And with that said, I'm your host, David Calderon, and I will talk to you later.